You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. Today's What's the Big Idea podcast is brought to you by CityWire Asia. Make better investments. This Big Idea podcast is all about combating negative yield. With me is Senior Investment Specialist in Equities at Aberdeen Standard Investments, Ben Sheehan. Ben, negative yields have become a part of our life, and it hasn't just been recently. It's been quite a while now, it seems to me. We seem to have become used to it. How do we combat it? Hi, Lindsay. Yeah, there is an income scarcity problem um, that investors today are having to contend with. We have global investment-grade debt that is paying less than a 1% yield on average. Uh, and that, as you mentioned, has been a 30-year downward trend of yield compression. With a lower for longer central bank mindset, the scarcity of yield on the bond side is not going to get better um, anytime soon. In fact, there's a $15 trillion pile of debt earning negative yields right now. So we see dividends from equities as an important part of the solution in terms of the problem of yield scarcity. We also have demographic shifts with aging populations all over the world which have a need for income, and this is going to likely remain very, very strong. Uh, we also have a situation where many investors have been loading up on bonds for income for many, many years and may actually need equities as a good diversifier. So if you're adding equity income to your portfolio, it will likely offer a, a good diversification your portfolio. Is the space becoming crowded though? Because everyone has the same idea, I would imagine, or lots of people, lots of investment managers have the same idea. They're chasing yield. So has it become too expensive and are the opportunities lessening as negative yields become even more of a reality? I think that the good thing to note is that the yield opportunity is very, very large. So I would point out uh, that the dividend opportunity is, is everywhere. The ability to invest globally, as we do, provides tremendous breadth in the search for dividend-paying companies. So we invest across developed and emerging markets and look very broadly on a sectoral basis as well. In terms of the dividend opportunity, um, it's important to highlight in the second quarter of 2020, the pile of dividends being paid out was about $280 billion using MSCI or Countries World as a reference in terms of that dividend pile. And that works out to be about $1.1 trillion of dividends in the trailing 12 months. Uh, So while there are a lot of investors looking at the dividend opportunity um, and there are strong demand forces for dividends uh, with those demographic shifts that I mentioned, there still remains a very big pile out there for us to, to share. Where in particular are you looking, though? I mean, is there a particularly fertile hunting ground, whether it be a particular asset class within the equity asset class? Is there a particular geography? Maybe you could enlighten us. So with, the, with regards to the dividend uh, opportunity, we, we invest very, very broadly. Uh, we're not narrowing ourselves to specific sectors, but I would highlight uh, a few sectors which have been particularly resilient in terms of their earnings profile and ability to pay dividends. And that would include uh, the consumer staples sector, uh, healthcare, uh, materials uh, and technology, and that proved more um, resilient, particularly during this COVID-19 chapter. Uh, than banks, insurers, uh, automakers, or even uh, property developers. So what you're saying is that COVID has actually not changed your strategy, but changed the sector that you're focusing on. Yeah, and I'd probably point out also in terms of country opportunity, we have seen dividends cut uh, around the world, um, lots of headlines, 
Um, but it's important to highlight that it's the very, very picture in terms of the dividend uh, experience. So we have in Europe uh, dividend cuts of about 30% this year. Uh, however, in Japan, uh, it's, it's only about 8% down. And the United States has been one of the most resilient, um, and that's basically dividends are flat year on year. And emerging markets have also been very resilient in their dividend profile. By investing globally, we're able to uh, look for these opportunities and, and that global breadth uh, is a real advantage. You've recently launched the Global Dynamic Dividend Fund at Aberdeen. Looking forward to 2021 because it's just around the corner now. What's your outlook for that year? The outlook for 2021 really is for uh, a recovery uh, of dividends. So we've seen a dip this year in the sort of uh, range of sort of 10 to 15 percent overall. But uh, the outlook, particularly the consensus outlook, is for a recovery starting uh, in 2021. We saw a similar pattern during the global financial crisis where a dip in aggregate dividends of about 10 to 15% uh, was followed by a steady recovery. So, and, and as I highlighted before, the dividend pile remains very large despite you know, the pullback uh, this year. And just a fun question from my personal point of view, what sort of dividends are you talking about? I mean, I come from a different world to the one that you're working in. What type of percentage dividend yields are you targeting? So we're looking at a portfolio level at very premium sized dividends. We have strategies that are paying as high as 6%. And, and that's just investing in global equity markets. So in terms of the opportunity for, I guess, buying the, or generating that type of yield, uh, we like uh, long-term investments in uh, dividend-paying companies. We also like to exploit companies for shorter periods of time to take advantage of dividend events to generate income. Uh, these dividend events could include uh, regular dividends like annual dividends, but also uh, special dividends. So. Uh, special dividends are less common and occur as a one-off. Uh, the trigger is usually a cash windfall, which may arise due to the sale of a major asset or business, the generation of extraordinary profits, or just lazy cash on the balance sheet uh, being brought back to shareholders. A recent example of a special dividend event was uh, Norton LifeLock. It's a cybersecurity company in the United States, which offloaded a business uh, to the tune of about 10 to $11 billion dollars. Uh, in late 2019. In early 2020, they announced a $12 per share dividend. And depending on when you bought into that company, this would have generated a yield of about 40 to 50%. Uh, so special dividends can seriously enhance your portfolio uh, level yield at an overall level. Ben, thanks so much for your time. That's Ben Sheehan from Aberdeen Standard Investments. That What's the Big Idea podcast was brought to you by CityWire Asia. Make better investments. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.